Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. It feels good to say that again. It feels good to be back after um, I was on the IR. I was on the 15-day DL. Uh, I'm back. Uh, one of my kidneys is better. The other one uh, will get there when it's time for it to be not good. Um, yeah, it's Mullets. Your other co-host is over the Skype Airwaves. Rich, how's it going? It's going all right. Dealing with a slight ladybug infestation. And two strangers knocking on the door in the span of three days. So, you know, welcome to Chicago. Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, oh, no! Uh, no, 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 it's a saying. It's a saying. Okay. Oh, it is? Okay, good. Good. I thought I was screwed already. Um, joining us today for this what's going to be mini episode of The Blank Slate, we have three <laughs> guests, two of which have been on the show before. Uh, the unofficial, I'm going to call him the unofficial second, third host of The Blank Slate, along with Tony Colt. Uh, Rich's roommate in Chicago, and my dear friend Robert Colomberti. Hey there, Mullet. Good to hear you. Good to hear you too, man. Um, how how was your day? I didn't get a chance to check in on your day. Cooler. Uh, cool, face. Uh, cooler things have happened than my day. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, you heard him on. I believe the only time he was on the show was when we were talking about our fantasy movie league uh, a few uh, about probably a year ago at this point in New York City. Is R.J. Mills? Hey, I got flicked off by the mailman the other day. <laughs> Welcome to New York. That, that sounds like the track of a crappy stand-up comedy album. It's like, yeah, well, flicked off by the mailman. <laughs> Here's uh, your sign. R.J. <laughs> Were you on the Game of Thrones one or no? I don't remember. Yes, yes. Was. you're right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, and a new guest to the blank slate, but he has been a uh, frequent contributor to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment in Gainesville, Florida, our good friend Dave Johnson. Dave, how's it hanging? Great. I realized what a bullet I dodged when I lit a candle in my house and then took a nap for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you're just tempting the fates, man. Yeah, my room smells great, though. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're alive and able to be on the show today. Um, so what we're going to do is um, I kind of had an epiphany the other day or a thought. Um, I guess they're both the same thing. Um, there is a difference. I like that correction. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Uh, journalism degree. Uh so for Podswoggle, um, we were over 200 episodes deep on that podcast, and the topic of which we discuss on Podswoggle has many different avenues of which to play a lot of different games on the podcast that are educational, entertaining, are, are the fans of that show really like it. And thinking about the blank slate, you know, we've touched on movies, television, um, games, sports. We have not even scratched the surface on what we can do in terms of education and also entertainment via games on the blank slate. So in my illness last week, I started to come up with some ideas, did some research, and I want to test out uh, two movie-based games today with our esteemed panel of people that either have uh, decent to very, very good movie trivia knowledge. Uh, now, if they, they all suck, then I apologize in advance. Ugh. But um, one of it's going to be a reoccurring game that uh, I'm going to save for last because I think it's going to be the most fun. But the first one I have is kind of based on what we do on Potswoggle. It's a, a three strikes in your out game. I have a list of names here that all fall under a certain category. And uh, you guys are going to give me the answers or try to give me the answers. If you get it wrong, you get one strike, three strikes, and you're out. Last man standing wins the game. 
Uh, very simple. If there's any, are there any questions to that kind of thing from anybody? I know uh, Dave and RJ have done it before. Robert, you good with that? I was in the room for the recording of Podswoggle 200, and I, gotcha. I think I remember you guys playing it. I think I got it. Awesome. Perfect. And uh, yeah, very cool. So what I did was uh, movie based. I was thinking about movies and also I was thinking about games in general. We, a lot of times when we do games, we talk about the best or the most or something like that. Let's get into some of the worst stuff. Oh, no. So what I did was I have a list here. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. I have 23 names here. This list is um, actors. Since uh, since the 90s, so from 1990 on, who have a Oscar nomination for acting, whether it be Best Supporting or Best Actor, but also a Razzie nomination as well for acting. Oh, I like it. So again, uh, two clarifications. This is from 1990 until present day. Only acting nominations, and they had to have been either Best Supporting or Best Actor at all. So they've won. I'm sorry. Let me clarify. They have won an Oscar, but have a Razzie nomination. No, won an Oscar. No, 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 no. I got that wrong. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to confuse. Won a Razzie, little, but have a little an rusty, Oscar. huh? Yeah, I'm a little rusty. Just nominations. So they've been nominated for both, both an Oscar and a Razzie for acting or supporting acting. These are just the guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. But this is just since the '90s, so they could have had the Oscar nomination in the '70s, but they have had since the '90s something as well. Just actors or actors and actresses as well. Just actors. I have a separate list for actresses that okay. we'll do on another time. Oh, ten four. Um, yeah. So uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll go in alphabetical order uh, via the last name. So we will go Rich Robert. Dave, then Arjun. You sure you don't want to go and pick a mortar? <laughs> you know, it was close. No, because you, you're still barely first in that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, three strikes and you're out. Rich, go ahead and you may go first. So, real quick. Uh, just nominations? Yeah, just, I mean, winners are on here as well. Right, but right, right, right. But at the very least, the they had to be nominated for both. Okay. Supporting or best. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, he was nominated many times for Razzies and nominated for Dreamgirls. You are correct. His most recent Razzie nomination was for A Thousand Words in 2012. Robert. Okay. I'm going to go with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is correct. He was nominated for an Oscar for Dances with Wolves acting. On top of winning it, and he's been nominated, I believe, multiple times. Seven nominations, Razzie acting for Kevin Costner. I don't think Kevin Costner's that bad, right? Did you say how many people were on this list? Uh, 23. Okay. 23. Dave, go ahead. Adam Sandler? Adam oh, Sandler is strike one for Dave. What? Well, oh, my well, God. He does have nine career... Razzie nominations. He has never been nominated for an Academy Award. I He's totally going to say. Nope. He was. Some people feel he was snubbed for Punch Drunk Love. Damn. But yeah, no. Nope. Okay. He is second all-time career in acting nominations for males. Oh, thank you, Dave. I was going to say Adam Sandler so hard. All right. We'll say something else so hard. Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Hmm. Very good guess. I never even thought of. But that is strike one. Damn. 
He's never been nominated for a Razzie. That'll that'll change. Right? Really? No, he's never. Get been him to the Greek. That's a good movie. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a funny movie. <laughs> RJ. Um, all right, so Artie's got one strike. Dave has one strike. Rich. I'm gonna say for the fact that he was in Stealth and some other shitty movies, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox, another great guess, but that is also strike Damn. one for Rich. No Razzie nomination for Jamie Fox. That might change this year, though, after With... Spider-Man 2. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah, because he was, oh, <laughs> he was he was blue in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Robert. I am going to go with George Clooney. Mm. George Clooney. You guys are nailing guesses that should be on here but are not. <laughs> Strike one for Robert. Has he uh, never had a Razzie nomination? No Razzie nomination for Clooney. I would not, say not even in 1997 when he might have should have. Yeah, if, it, if it wouldn't have been Batman and Robin, I would go as far to say fucking Leatherheads. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I again, I didn't look at the directing ones, but maybe he got a directing nod for that. Um, all right, everyone's got one strike, so that evens it back up. Dave, your next guess. Uh, I don't even know if why can I only think of people that definitely won the Razzie but not, nobody good enough to ever win <laughs> not nominated for an Oscar um, but I'm going to go with Nicolas Cage oh you goddamn yeah. right Nicolas yeah. Cage he has yeah. four career Razzie nominations that will change over our, the rest of our lives um, <laughs> and he is a best picture a best actor winner for leaving Las Vegas oh that was yeah way before my time and he's, and he's got, like, a couple other nominations. Nicolas Cage used to be good. RJ. Uh, Tyler Perry. You ignorant slut. Uh, <laughs> that is strike two. While Tyler Perry Tyler Perry actually has won Worst Actress. Uh, but he has never... Oh, yeah, he was nominated for Worst Actor as well. Uh, oh, but fuck. he has never been nominated for an acting Oscar because he's Tyler Perry. All right, RJ's got two strikes. Everyone Damn. else got one. Rich. I'm going to say Jim Carrey. You know what? I thought that was going to be on here, too. But it's not. Never been nominated for either. (laughs) He has never been nominated for an Oscar. That's right. And he has never been nominated for a Razzie, as far as I could see. I'm going back here. Nope. Never been nominated for a Razzie. I always retroactively (coughs) automatically nominate him for the Oscars for the two Golden Globe wins that he has. Yep. He probably should have been nominated for a couple Razzies, too. I mean, like, The Grinch and, like... And the number 23. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. (laughs) Oh, no, here it is. Yeah, I found it. Okay, yeah, he was nominated for the number 23. Okay, good. Because I knew he was nominated for that. Yeah, I knew. I I, That has to be wrong. I thought he might have gotten nominated for, like, Ace Ventura, because sometimes they do that, where, like, the new guy, they give him the award for success. That's happened a bunch of times. Alrighty, Robert. Okay, rolling the dice on... Maybe one from Flubber or Death to Smoochie. I'm going to call the late, great Robin Williams. Robin Williams is correct. Of course, one for Goodwill Hunting. He was nominated in 1999 for Bicentennial Man and Jacob the Liar. I knew Ooh. it. Bicentennial Man, dude. Oof. <laughs> yep. And, yeah. and you know what? I'm glad they didn't put Patch Adams on there because they definitely could have because that was yeah. the same year. Uh, all right, so Robert. Not a fan of Death to Smoochie? No, uh, um, just the type of film that I think the Razzies would bounce on. Okay. I don't even necessarily think that bad, you know. Okay. 
All right, so Robert's kind of in the lead right now, but Dave can keep pace with him with his next guess. Well, I think I may you maybe gave one away when he talked about an actor who won Oscar in the 70s but has had a lot of crap since. Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta is Ooh. very much correct. While he never won an Oscar, he was nominated for oh. Pulp Fiction and Saturday Night Fever, and of course yeah, he won he won Worst uh, Actor in two thousand and two thousand for Battlefield Earth, and he's been nominated many other times. All right, so Dave and Robert in the lead. RJ, your last strike, man. Don't uh, don't be a uh, um Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is strike three. Bah! While he has four, only four career nominations. Really? He has never been nominated for an Academy Award for acting. Because listen to what I just said. Oh, so RJ is out, but you know what? Maybe we'll give you the Augie treatment and let you just accumulate strikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep making shitty guesses. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, go ahead. This is your third strike. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I'm torn between two... And Robert snaked my Robin Williams one, but it was wrong anyway. No, it wasn't. It was right, yeah. Yeah, it was right. I'm banking on him having a nomination way before he would have gotten a Razzie nomination. And I'm going to go with Christopher Walken. Strike three yeah. for Rich. Uh. No nomination for Walken uh, in the Razzies. Again, that's a big surprise. Um, you know what? Actually, I believe. Let me look back here. No, because I, I cut it off at 90, and I'm going back to the 80s, and I don't see anything in the 80s either. I figured he would have gotten some for Deer Hunter. Well, he got he won the Oscar for Deer Hunter, but he's never oh, been nominated Razzies for. Oh, talking about. Yeah, he's never been nominated for a Razzie. Country yeah, he's, he's an Oscar Jamboree. winner, but hmm. he's never. Never gotten razzed. Country so. bear jamboree. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, RJ and Rich are out. Robert and Dave each with only one strike. Robert, you're up. Okay, I have three in mind. Two that I think are pretty solid. I just got to roll the dice. I am going to go with Tommy Lee Jones. Strike two for Robert. No <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones Razzie nomination, of course. Oscar winner for The Fugitive in 1993. Man of the House. Man of the House. Let's go, girls. Man of the House. This is my happy face. (laughs) Yeah, he was not nominated for Man of the House. (laughs) What year was that? 2004, 2005? Something like that, yeah. Uh, He had some pretty stiff competition looking at it here. Uh, I could probably say some of these because these won't be guesses, but I'll still wait just in case. Yeah. Um, Dave, to take the lead. Well, I have two in mind. One I'm fairly certain is solid. The other one is a 50-50 shot. But uh, I'm going to say Affleck. Ben Affleck, in case you were confused. Strike two for Dave. While Affleck, wow. While Affleck has a writing Oscar. Think about that. He does wow. not have <laughs> a acting Oscar nomination. Although he is a 2003 Razzie winner for three different movies. Yeah, we all have Whoa. our peers. Exactly. That is... But that might change this year, so I might take the strike off in like six months. <laughs> so Dave I'll, be, and Robert. I'll be back for that strike. <laughs> All righty. I'm getting on the, on the comeback. Yeah, he's got three career Razzie nominations. Each with two strikes. Robert. 
Okay, I had another one pop in my head, but I'm going to go with the backup one I had for last time. Robert De Niro. It's on my list. Strike three for Robert. Never Oof. been nominated for a Razzie. Has De Niro. Again, it feels like Little Fockers, maybe, you know? Yeah, like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, maybe something like that. Um, so, yeah. So, strike three for Robert. Dave. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle as well. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you can win it outright if you get this right. <sighs> okay. Well, considering I w- could have sworn Affleck was going to be right, I'm now way less confident about this one. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. The most nominated Razzie person in history with 14 <laughs> nominations. He was nominated for Rocky as well. That is yeah. correct. Dave All gets the list. victory. He was nominated for one acting Oscar, The Nerve. Uh, <laughs> he has 14 Razzie nominations, four wow. career wins. Uh, so that is correct. Let me go through the remainder so of the he list. He wasn't even nominated Real for quick. Rocky? For what? Can we throw out guesses that we had? That yeah, we- yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some extra ones, real quick. Dave, what was the thing you just said? He wasn't even nominated for Rocky. Well, he was nominated for yeah, he was nominated for acting for Rocky. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that uh, qualified him, but yeah, he was still he still has an Oscar for being a producer on it as well. So, Robert, go ahead, throw some other ones out for me. Okay, uh, Mel Gibson. Ooh. That would be wrong. Uh, Russell Crowe. That would be wrong. What? Woody Allen. That would be wrong. Fuck. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Come on, really? <laughs> uh, 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 Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Ah! is one. He was nominated oh, in 2003 for oh. the combination of Boat Trip, The Fighting Temptations, and Radio. <laughs> wow. That's uh, a... Pacino? Pacino is correct for, of course, Jack and Jill, and yeah. I believe he uh, a couple other things as well. He was in Geely. Yep. Uh, how about Sean Penn? No, Sean Penn. No, that's that's wrong. Let me uh, let me go through here. I'll start at the beginning. Uh, the this started 1990 with three. So Stallone was one. George C. Scott was nominated for The Exorcist three. You guys knew you guys weren't going to get that one. Uh, Mickey Rourke. Fuck. Oh. Exorcist uh, three. It has a bad rap. It's not as bad as it it actually is. Uh, Mickey Rourke, of course, nominated for Desperate Hours and Wild Orchid, whatever those are. Uh, 1992, he won for Wall Street an Oscar, but he was nominated for uh, Basic Instinct, which is random. Michael Douglas. Huh. Hmm. Uh, also in 1992, because of Hoffa and Man Trouble, Jack Nicholson Jack is on the list. Uh, 1993, I personally take offense to this one. He won the award for Cop and a Half. Burt Reynolds. Oh, you shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Burt Reynolds is a classic. Uh, I mean, uh, Cop and a Half is a classic. What What? Uh, what Oscar did he get nominated for? Boogie Nights and Deliverance. Oh. I did not know. I don't remember the Boogie Nights one. Deliverance he, makes sense. Though. A lot of people think he should have won Boogie Nights as opposed to Rod Williams. Um, also, that same year, Willem Dafoe was nominated for a Razzie. Of course, he was nominated for several Oscars. Uh, this one's just random as hell. The one that I knew no one was going to get. Ryan O'Neal. Sure. Okay. Um, On my list. <laughs> yeah, right. How can you win an Oscar and a Razzie and no one still know who you are? 
<laughs> or nominated for it. Uh, I think he was nominated for multiple Oscars too. I mean, I know who Ryan O'Neill is. I just don't think Razzie. What was he? What was the Razzie for? An Alan Smithy film, Burn Hollywood Burn, which is like one of those like famous Hollywood movies that sucks that nobody's ever seen. Okay. Uh, John Voight for Anaconda. Again, mm. I take I take umbrage with that one. Uh, for the original, well, not the original Avengers, but the 1998 based on the TV show Avengers, Ralph Fiennes. Rafe. Also, of course, for uh, Rafe. Yes, Rafe. Rafe. Sorry, um, I'm I'm from Ohio. Uh, 1999. You right there? Yep. Drop my mic. Uh, 1999. Wild Wild West. Kevin Klein. Not even Will Smith. Just Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. <laughs> uh, this one was also surprising. 2000. The Beach. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, yeah. What? There's the. F- I had a phase where I loved that movie. <laughs> Man, I wish this was the other podcast. <laughs> uh, 2002, Pinocchio, Roberto Benini. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we let that happen. Uh, hey, could have done whatever he wanted. That's very true. 2005, War of the Worlds, Tom Cruise. Wow, I forgot about Oh, fuck, Tom Cruise. I actually Cruise. used to like that movie a lot. No, it was terrible. 2008, Max Payne and the Happening, Mark Wahlberg. I, I'm going to take the – that's my fault, guys. <laughs> and the last one in the most recent addition to this list, 2013, as Tonto, Johnny Depp. Oh. All right. So, you, you know, it's going to take a little while to get used to these movie games, and that's why I have this other little reoccurring one here to, uh, to uh, kind of get you guys in the, the, the movie spirit as we close this out. So I am – I am and have always been a huge fan of box office numbers and just looking at box office and seeing like what is made, how much money. And I'm very glad that box office mojo lives um, because a lot of people thought it died, but I don't know what happened. Uh, So I went to box office mojo and what I did was I'm going to be taking a look at movies that are official blockbusters and to be an official blockbuster, quote unquote, you have to make a hundred million dollars. Okay. So what I've done is uh, I'm I'm going ten million dollars at a time. I'm picking two movies that are next to each other all time in box office that are totally different from one another, like as far apart from one another that you can think of. And I want you guys to tell me which one actually made more money. Okay. So these, all these movies made between $100 and $110 million. I'm going to give you two. You guys tell me which one made more money. Uh, make sure you have your answers in your head uh, ahead of time or write them down on a piece of paper because I'm going to be going uh, through each of you guys to give me your answers. Um, so don't be changing it to kind of compete with everybody else. So Stick with your answer. It's going to be like a really close margin. These, I mean these movies are going to be in, theor- in theory like – very close to each other as far as like the amount of money yes, they made. I have I have them written down. They're within uh, the least I have here is within uh, six thousand dollars. Wow, <laughs> is the smallest difference. Jesus. But still, when you see when you see the movies that they are, I, I you know I want to kind of just get a discussion to like think about these movies and what you guys thought about them as well because there, there's some funny stuff on here. And this there's, is not this is domestic, non-adjusted. So this is just okay, okay domestic, cool. not adjusted for inflation or anything like that. Okay, so s- not adjusted. Like, is this going to come into play? Like, are we going to have movies from like the '30s that made like? Yes. Um. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, so here we go. But I have because it's and but because it's not adjusted, it's very unlikely that anything made prior to shit this decade is going to be that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll okay. see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I have nine here. 
So we'll do eight, and I have the ninth one as a tie break in case there's a tie. Um, all right, so the first one, and I, I was going to do this like the Twitter game and like like do the comparisons, but fuck it. <laughs> um, so the first one, Die Hard 3 or Die Hard with a Vengeance versus You Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> Both made over $100 million. Which one made more money? All right, Rich, go ahead. Tell me which one you got. I believe we saw this movie together, the Zohan. We did a double feature with this, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, I think. No, I'm sorry. This and the Love Guru. Yes, the Love Guru. Yes. Uh, I uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry was coupled with Hairspray with a trip to Hooters in between. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm forced you to leave your phone number with the waitress. (laughs) But we didn't. We put Zangri's number. Yep. (laughs) Which is So that was your guess? You don't mess with the Zohan? Zohan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Robert. Zohan. RJ. Zohan. And Dave. I have a sense of justice, so I have to pick Die Hard 3. <laughs> and you have a sense of being the only person not getting the point. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't even care. <laughs> uh, this it. was the one that was $6,000 of a difference. Uh, Zohan made $1,000.018. Die Hard made $1 million. Oh, sorry, 100 million point zero one two. Wow. So yeah, so Zohan just uh, scrapes by. So let me make a little column here so I can mark who's got what. That was one. I just figured you'd go for the joke. No, I mean these are all being like I see the combination. Whatever wins wins. Second yeah, one. Both of, those, both of those movies had the same plot though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, second one. Best Picture winner, Million Dollar Baby, or the first. Disney, the first non-animated Disney movie to make a hundred million dollars, the Rugrats movie. Oh fuck! Those are both facts. Million Dollar Baby and the Rugrats movie. Million Dollar Baby and the Rugrats movie. Mm-hmm. We're good. Yep. All right. Uh, this time we will start with Robert. We go with Rugrats. RJ. Also Rugrats. Dave. I have a sense of justice, so Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> and Rich. Oh, Million Dollar Baby. So everyone's been three to one, and so far the threes have it. The Rugrats movie, yeah, made one hundred point four nine four versus. I'm sorry, this one's even smaller of a gap. Million Dollar Baby's one hundred point four nine two. So this is like a two thousand dollar difference. Both movies involved babies. It, that is true. Uh, you know, I want that'll be a good. When I do these, you have to come up with the combination between them, Rich. Okay, I was gonna say like you could absolutely pull off the Twitter game for this, but if I gotta retroactively do it, I'll do it. Perfect. Uh, well, good luck with this one. Uh, which has made which one made more money? Bambi or Jackass presents Bad Grandpa? And these are in- adjusted. No, they're these not. are not adjusted for inflation. This is just all time. This is just what they made when they came out. Yeah, both made over a hundred million dollars. Which one made more? And this is only box office, right? Yeah, just box office. I didn't look into like home video releases or whatever. I don't yeah. even know those numbers. VHS exist. releases. Yeah. How much a baby <laughs> make in the clamshell? <laughs> All right, everyone ready? Yeah. Uh, RJ, you're going to start this one off. Bambi. Dave. Bambi. Rich. I'm thinking Bambi. <laughs> and Robert. We're going to make it 4 0, dude. I'm going to say Bambi. You know what? Justice prevails. Bambi yeah. is the correct answer. <laughs> 102.2 versus Bad Grandpa's 102. Wow. Bambi come out 19... 
Ninety? Eighty-nine? <laughs> Shut up, RJ. Really? <laughs> what did you say? Forty? Uh, yeah, it was what the second or the third? Uh, was I don't remember if it was the second or the third feature length. Third. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. Either way, both movies involve someone's mom dying. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're still you're still rocking and rolling, Rich. I'm proud of you. Uh, next. <laughs> this one's great. Uh, which made more money? The Expendables or Nine to Five? <laughs> what a way to make a living. Maybe was the fifth film in the animated classic series. Way to go for like the polar opposites. I'm trying, man. If they're next to each other, I'm doing them. Yeah, it was Snow White, Pinocchio was second, then Fantasia, then Dumbo, then Bambi. You know that Dumbo is like 73 minutes long? Yeah, it's super short. I just noticed that uh, I traded in a bunch of uh, movies and got some Blu-rays at FYE a couple months back, and I just got all the Disney stuff. And Yeah, it's like 70 minutes, I think. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the box with like 150 DVDs that they just came out with? No, that's a bootleg. That's not like legit. Oh. Actually, it's 64 minutes, Robert. <laughs> wow. So it's barely an hour. All right, everyone ready? Barely a movie. Yeah. yeah. Dave, go ahead. Uh, the Expendables. Uh, Rich. Expendables. Robert. Expendables. And RJ. Dark Horse. Is that no. you're, you're answering nine to five? Yeah. Well, the Dark Horse finally wins nine yeah. to five. Made a 103.2. Expendables made 103. Fuck yeah. Both movies featured surgically enhanced boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, so through I'm four. terrible at this game. <laughs> through four, RJ is pitching perfect with four points. Robert has three. Dave and Rich each have two. Uh, we found out today that RJ is good at coin flips. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Another Best Picture winner, Driving Miss Daisy, or 300, Rise of an Empire. Oh, shit. That's right. That made it to $100 million. And now I'm going to have nine to five stuck in my head for the rest of the night. What a way to make a live. I don't know the words. No one does. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everyone ready? Yep. Yeah. Rich. Driving Miss Daisy. Robert. Driving Miss Daisy. RJ. 300. Dave. 300. Ooh, finally got a two to two split. In this battle, Chicago gets the Duke. Driving Miss Daisy is correct. 106.59 versus 106.58. Oh, my God. Driving Miss Daisy is correct. Both movies are prequels. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so RJ's first uh, first chink in the armor. Robert ties him up. Number six. This one is my favorite by far. Good luck with this one, Rich. Which made more money, Hop or Pulp Fiction? <laughs> <laughs> they are right next to each other on all-time box office gross. And I feel like I need to almost clarify. Hop was that Russell, Russell Brand, Brand funny, funny movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, girls. No! Uh, what a stupid concept. <laughs> Hold on, I need to fucking catch my breath. <laughs> that, really? 
not a red bunny movie. <laughs> Can we? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm ready. Ready. Yeah. Robert, go ahead. All right. I have to think that life kind of makes sense. I'm going to go with Pulp Fiction. Right? Right. For the same reason, I'm going to say the same thing. Dave. Burn it all down. It's hot. <laughs> burn it all down. I want to watch it burn. It's essentially what I was going to say. It's hot. Oh, my God. Give you guys a split on this. You fucking idiots. Yeah, of course it's hot. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Yeah. Hop made this. All right. Before. All right, so Pulp Fiction made one one hundred and seven point nine million dollars. Hop made a hundred and eight fucking million dollars. <laughs> you just don't even do a comparison. That movie made a hundred and eight million fucking dollars. Week of the week. Uh, and both <sighs> movies feature scenes where there are characters that are hopped up. Uh, <laughs> week of the week. <laughs> Uh, Rich, Robert, and RJ all have four. Dave's right behind with three. We have two left. Here we go. Which made more money? Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, or The Princess Diaries? Uh, Fuck it, never mind. Don't answer that. (laughs) Do you want to know what The Princess Diaries was? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Is that the one with Anne Hathaway or no? Yes, the one with Anne Hathaway. I think I know you at this point, Rich. (laughs) I know what you're going to answer. I can high pitched mumble it and you'll yep. know exactly what I meant. Alrighty. Uh, RJ. As much as I love Anne Hathaway, I'm going with Ace Ventura. <laughs> and you just confirmed everyone that you're gay. Dang. <laughs> uh, Ace Ventura. Rich. Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls. Well, Ace Ventura when nature calls. There is no 2 in the title. Never mind. And full title. Ace Ventura. All right, unanimous for Ace Ventura, and unanimous it is. Ace Ventura, yeah. 108.3 versus 108.2. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and, I'm, and as we also uh, I have something I meant to say, I'm always going to increase. So uh, just for retrospective, Hot made more money than Driving Miss Daisy, 300. <laughs> Jackass for its bad grandpa, million dollar baby. <laughs> Even you don't mess with the fucking Zohan. <laughs> I don't know that Hot really is a movie. Like... <laughs> Dream. Like, has any it? has anyone ever actually seen Hop? It's like no, I, I, I don't think I have. Only thing I I remember two things about Hop, like seeing uh, going to Universal and seeing they having like a standee you can take a picture with for like six months. Like they like were contractually obligated to keep it up. And then uh, the second thing was it was at the checkout line of my local Walgreens in Gainesville for like a year and a half. Like they were like, please somebody buy this movie. <laughs> we bought way too many. Um, all right, so going in the last one, probably going to have to go to the tiebreaker. Rich, Robert, RJ, all with five. Dave's right there with four. Last uh, one. And real yeah. quick, the thing that Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, and The Princess Diaries have in common is they both open with a cliffhanger parody. Are you just I was, was going to say White Devils are featured heavily in both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's better. That's the correct answer. Quincy uh, uh, last one. They are two comedies, but I think they're pretty different. Which made more money, Crocodile Dundee 2 or The 40-Year-Old Virgin? We will not be discussing Crocodile Dundee in Hollywood or whatever the fuck that was. Because it made, I think, six nickels. 
Nine, two. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone ready? Yes. We will start with Dave. I am going to go 40 year old virgin. Rich. 40 year old verge. Robert. 40. And, and RJ. 40. Sorry, 40. Unanimous for 40. 40 it is. 109.4. Oh, wow. 109.3. So Rich, Robert, and RJ are correct, as well as Dave. But Dave's one point behind those three. We will go to our tiebreaker. I if literally we... forgot what the other Because I was. picked so Die Hard 3. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we have the tiebreaker here. I will not give you the grosses. I'm actually going to go and pull up the physical gross. Uh, I, I was also wanted to say uh, Four-Year-Old Virgin and uh, Crocodile Dundee 2 – uh, both had a lot of scenes that were heavily improvised. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if you're right or not. Alrighty. So the tiebreaker. Hopefully this breaks the tie or this could possibly just go on forever. Uh, which made more money? Tropic Thunder or Valentine's Day? What was it you said before you started? You're not going to give us the grosses. You're going to give us I'm not, the yeah, I'm, I'll give you. I'll give you, if, if need be, if it's still tied after this, I'm not going to give you how much money they made, and you guys are going to do closest to the pin on the gross. Okay. And can we get uh, the grosses of the previous two movies so we have an idea of what it's at least north of? Yeah. What, what I'll do is I'm going to have you guys uh, – uh, you know what? Close to the pin, this is going to work because I'm giving you guys the numbers, and they're all within $10 million of one another. Um, how can I do a tiebreaker for this? Let me think. Okay, this is what we'll do. Uh, all right, so if there's still a tie after this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys um, I'm going to give you guys movies that I skipped, and you guys are going to tell me which one was the highest grossing of like the four. So there's some movies here that I just didn't I just skipped by because the comparisons weren't that great. You guys just tell me which of the four made the most money of the movies we skipped. So we'll do like a multiple comparison one. Uh, but RJ, Rich, Robert, you guys all ready for uh, for this one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rich, where'd you pick? Tropic Thunder. Robert. Valentine's Day. And RJ. Tropic Thunder. Correct answer is Tropic Thunder. So yeah. Robert has been eliminated. It's down to Rich and RJ. So we'll go to the tiebreaker here. I'm going to give you guys four movies. Tropic Thunder had a scene with a lot of heroin or opium or cocaine in it. And... Valentine's Day was fueled behind the scenes by cocaine. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys four movies that are all just below Tropic Thunder and Valentine's Day. Actually, the, the four movies below them. I want you guys to tell me which one made the most money. Okay. Whoever, if you guys don't get the one that made the most money, whichever one of you picks the one that made the most money will win. Cool. So here they are in alphabetical order. Bedtime Stories. Freaky Friday, Fun with Dick and Jane, and The Grudge. Which one of those four movies made the most money? All right, I'm locked in. I am too. Rich. The Grudge. Freaky Friday. In ascending order, the lowest was Bedtime Stories. Next was Freaky Friday. Fun for Dick and Jane. The Grudge was the correct answer. Rich, a come from behind victory. Ah, First box office game. 
Rich, congratulations. Maybe it'll be the start of a dynasty. All those movies <laughs> feature dead kids. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you're, uh, you're not right. That's um, no, not fun with Dick and Jane in theaters. Holy shit. <laughs> so you contributed to that. Hey, yeah, isn't, there, isn't there a really, dare I say, well-acted scene at the end of Fun and Dick with Jane? Like, Jim Carrey gets, like, dead, dead serious with, like, a banker at the end of I that movie? I think so, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I remember thinking that this movie sucks, but this scene was, like, phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, and also, Rich, I didn't contribute because I was working at the theater, so I totally got in for free. Ah, and my okay. parents did as well, so I cost them, like, $21. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that'll be it for this episode of The Blank Slate, our first of many game-based podcasts. If you, uh, if you have games that you want to contribute in the world, in the realm of movies, TV, pop culture, sports, video games, books, anything at all, send it to us. I'm going to get this right, Rich. I swear to God. Blank Slate Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah, we go. I got it. Uh, send it to us there. Also, you can just send us any thoughts or comments you have. Also, of course, the podcast itself is available on iTunes. Leave us a review and five stars. Rich will read it on the show like this review he's got for us right now. Yeah, I got to get to iTunes uh, from I am the Mac 007. I love hearing you guys just riff on everyday life and hearing different takes on topics. Couldn't be more excited for each episode to come out. Keep them coming. And I want to give an apology to I am the Mac 007 because on the last few podcasts, I was kind of slamming people for not really, you know, rating and reviewing us, which you still absolutely should. But he's had this one here apparently since August 14th. So my bad, dog. But uh, everybody else, get on to max level. Exactly. You can also listen to the podcast on Stitcher Radio. We're also available on our feed site, podswoggle.com. We're part of the Podswoggle Network along with Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, and Married with Movies, a married podcast with movies. Listen to all those shows. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, also follow us on Twitter at Blank Slate Pod. There it is. Yeah, all right, good. I think I finally got it. I'm going to totally fuck it up next show. Uh, yeah, and that'll be it for this episode. If you guys want to plug your individual Twitters, Rich, yours is? Uh, my individual Twitter is at Rich Cammy. Uh, also, just kind of want to uh, bring up as, like, a final thought, um, Robert and I might get into this eventually a little bit more at, in another podcast, but... I just saw this article uh, uh, last night about this pimp-ass Pope Francis declaring evolution in the Big Bang Theory as straight-up real, y'all. What? Yeah. I, I look forward to that podcast. <laughs> Dude, Pope Francis is the shit. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know what else I got to say even more about it. But, yeah, dude. I mean, Robert, I know you're on the same level. Well, I'd like to address the pontiff directly and tell him, <laughs> thank you, Pope Francis. Thank you for listening, and you're doing the Lord's work. It's just this this Italian Catholic household is just, you know, you're the best, Pope Francis. I'll even go as far as to say that we invite you on the blank slate because if there's a pope that would ever do a podcast, this is the one. Yeah. Dude, of all, of all the guests we've ever tried to get on a podcast, of course we'll get the pope probably. <laughs> Uh, Robert, your uh, your plugs uh, as we head out. Yeah, I'm trying to just get a Twitter going. You can tweet me at m bravo m bravo. So m like Marco, and that's twice in a row. M bravo m bravo. Uh, you can see me around Chicago, walk in the streets, <laughs> and come to our Halloween party. 
I can't wait until like six months from now when like all of a sudden like your Twitter's blown up with like four hundred thousand followers, <laughs> but you still say the same thing. You're like trying to get this off the ground. Uh, <laughs> still not satisfied. Uh, RJ, your plugs. Um, I really wonderful, don't. Dave. Uh, <laughs> no, RJ, do you have any? Plugs? I would like. I would like if if that mailman is listening tonight. Um, I'm sorry, whatever I did. Uh, you're very good at your mail delivery job, and I hope you have a better day tomorrow. Wonderful. And Dave. My, my Twitter is RJ Say Hey, and I never tweet. At least you're honest. Dave, your plugs. Uh, don't go on my Twitter. Twitter's terrible. Just burn, <laughs> it, burn it to the ground. Um, if you are an employer in the Gainesville area, I need a job <laughs> for about six months. Um, so hit me up, right? <laughs> just uh, just leave a review on iTunes with your phone number, and I'll contact you. <laughs> I'll make sure to pass that along. Uh, Thanks. Ardian, well, you're welcome. For Dave, for RJ, for Rich, and for Robert, this is Mullet, whose Twitter is at your host, Mullet. And I never tweet as well, but you can still send me funny jokes there, and I'll make sure to get back to you. Uh, this has been it for the blank slate. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's so much better when I don't have to say it. I kind of, it's growing on me. Good. Just like Swaggin' Off did. <laughs>